Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to my podcast, Third Sunday of Advent, Sitting, Waiting, Wishing, Daily Advent Reflections. This is a subcast of my larger presence podcast. Well, it turns out that it has not been daily Advent reflections. I uh, am a teacher, teach theology at a Catholic high school here in Columbus, Ohio, And, well, the workload this year has been so tough. And, you know, each night I was hoping to record, but each night I never did because there was just so much schoolwork to do. So here's where we are. We have two more Sundays of Advent, but more significantly, starting on the 17th, which is Thursday of this coming week, we begin the... O antiphons. Now, I'll talk more about those when we get closer to them on Thursday. But here's the thing. Thursday and Friday are my last school days before Christmas break. And I'm going to record Thursday, Friday, and the rest of the O antiphons. So please tune in for those. But before we get to Thursday and the O antiphons, let's talk about the third Sunday of Advent, which is Gaudete, or Rejoice, Sunday. And if you went to Mass today, or perhaps watched Mass live-streamed, you noticed that the colors changed. It is one of two days on the church liturgical calendar when we use rose. Now, it's not red. We use that on days of martyrs and similar types of feasts. Gaudete and Laudete, which is in Lent, they are the Rejoice Sundays, and we wear and use rose. So, little fun fact there. So, I want to take a look at the theme of rejoicing and why rejoice, especially in 2020, which has been just a brutal year. And, um, you know, it, it goes without saying how brutal and rough this has been. Yet, God is with us. Emmanuel has come. Emmanuel will come again. And most significantly, Emmanuel, Christ, is present now. So let's listen to the key words of the scripture we get on this third Sunday. Isaiah 61, which is third Isaiah, the third part of the book of Isaiah, talks about rejoicing. Why? Because Isaiah speaking for the the prophet or speaking as God, speaking really as the anointed one says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to bring glad tidings to the poor. I rejoice heartily in the Lord. In my God is the joy of my soul. Astute Listeners will recognize those very words. And again, I I, kind of jump from the beginning to the end of the scripture. We'll recognize those words as the ones that Jesus himself reads from Isaiah in Luke's gospel when Jesus goes to the synagogue and stands and reads from the scroll from the Torah. And we hear in Isaiah even well before the time of Christ that God is saying, I will give this gift 
of the Messiah. And what the Messiah is going to do is liberate and free. And therefore, you should rejoice, people. Your exile, and the Jews, the Israelites, were in exile at this time. Your exile is ending, and good news is upon you. In Thessalonians, first letter of Thessalonians, Paul begins the letter by saying, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing. In all circumstances, give thanks, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. It's interesting because that's a command. It's the will of God for us, you and I, in Christ Jesus. So again, we are told in the midst of whatever we face to rejoice and to pray without ceasing. And I think one has to go with the other. Our prayers should be joyful even when they are prayers asking for God's help. And the way that we can be joyful, even in the midst of most difficult circumstances, is through prayer, being aware of God's presence and connecting with God through prayer. And finally, we get to the gospel. It's the second Sunday that we hear about John the Baptist. We hear from John's gospel, the prologue, actually, of John's gospel. After John tells us in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God, we hear this. A man named John was sent from God. He came to testify, came, excuse me, came for testimony to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to testify to the light. And then a little further in the passage, John says, after being asked, is he Elijah? Is he the prophet? He quotes Isaiah. I am the voice of one crying out in the desert, make straight the way of the Lord. So we have this connection in John the Baptist identifying with Isaiah and the scripture that we heard last week, first scripture, and it all wraps up neatly, if you will, in this idea of preparation, which we heard last week, hope that God is with us. And now as we draw closer to the Christmas celebration, the feast of the incarnation, we can rejoice. And I'll tell you, I have reason to rejoice tonight here in Columbus. Our Columbus crew, MLS soccer team, won our second cup, our second MLS cup. And uh, I'm a huge soccer fan. And uh, so as I was preparing to think, to offer this podcast, thinking about joy, I was feeling joy as the crew dominated and won their game tonight. And yet, well beyond that, there is so much to rejoice about. And, you know, it's tough. We soldier on in the midst of pandemic fatigue and frustration and anger and disappointment and grief and fear and so much. But yet we know Emmanuel, God is with us. And that gives us means, gives us reason to rejoice. So I hope, dear listener, that in the midst of whatever life is giving you right now, whatever you are facing, that this Sunday, this rose-colored Sunday, brings some joy to you, however that might be, whatever that might look like. Maybe it was even this podcast bringing you some joy. And I hope your Advent has gone well. I hope you come back starting 
on Thursday for the O Antiphons. And I hope that you experience much peace and many blessings. Thank you so much for listening. Please go to my edtechemergent.com website for more resources. Blessings and peace.